you're frustrated because your behavior is not changing. You keep going back to porn and masturbation, even though you hate it and it's contradicting your values and your standard, but you keep going back to the habit. If that's you, this video is going to change your life because the fastest way to change your behavior is to change your beliefs about what is possible. And that is exactly what this video is about. Watch it until the very end because I promise you it will change your behavior. Hey, you're listening to the Quit Porn, Achieve More podcast where we talk about how to break free from porn quickly and easily so that you can finally live with integrity, confidence, and focus on bigger and better things. My name is Ben Uyama, and I gave up porn more than five years ago after battling it alone for most of my life. I've been married for more than 12 years, we have three kids, and I've been helping men quit porn one-on-one for more than 10 years now. Let's get started. The goal of this lesson is to fast track your success to completely eliminating porn and masturbation and showing you a different method that is going to blow your mind. I've been doing porn mentoring and consulting for more than 10 years now. And personally, I've been clean from porn for more than five years. And I've learned that after helping hundreds of men with porn addiction, the fastest and easiest way to help them eliminate porn is through challenging and breaking down your current beliefs about your habit, about yourself, and recognizing how those specific beliefs are actually not serving you and they're actually keeping you addicted to porn. So get a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to stretch your mind for what's possible. You're here because everything you've tried in the past has not worked, so let's do something better. So I'm gonna say some things that are either going to upset you or challenge you a little. So be ready to identify those beliefs and identify that your brain is trying to justify reasons to keep the habit with you. It's what's called dopamine. Now, I don't wanna bore you guys with facts about the brain, but dopamine is an important thing to, to understand. Dopamine is essentially the neurochemical, the neurotransmitter in your brain that is trying to get you back to the original source of that addictive behavior because your brain believes that whatever you're doing or whatever you're engaging with, in this case, porn and masturbation, is somehow essential to your survival. So your brain is trying to make every justification and trick needed to get you back to that habit. I don't like to call it dopamine. What I like to call it is the little monster inside your brain that is hungry and it's trying to be fed and it's trying to grow. And anytime you engage in porn, anytime you even watch a little bit of raunchy content or a TV show or social media or anything like that, you're feeding that monster a little bit. And when you feed that monster a little bit, it gulps up your entire being. And that's why you very quickly spiral out of control and find yourself watching porn very quickly. So in essence, many of the beliefs that you currently have about porn and about your habit are just your brain's way of justifying the habit and trying to get you back to watching porn. So you have to get really good at identifying and labeling those beliefs and challenging them and making sure that they're not holding you back. Here we go, here are a few experiences of guys in our program that had beliefs about their habit and then changed them and through changing them had success. Chris, for example, this is a guy who believed to, <laughs> in the bottom of his heart that he needs porn and masturbation because he's not in a relationship, because he doesn't have a partner. So I really challenged it and I helped him identify that belief you have, I need porn because I don't have a partner. I need sexual release because I don't have a sexual partner is a belief you have that is physically limiting you from beating porn. It's actually limiting you from quitting it because you believe that you need porn. And the new paradigm shift that he was able to come out with is actually, I don't need porn, but in fact, I've developed a dependency on it. And this is my mind trying to get me addicted to porn. And whether I'm in a relationship or not, 
It doesn't matter because in the end, it's nothing to do with sexual satisfaction, but it's more to do with why I use porn and why I go back to the addictive behavior. This is why even though people, guys, even though people are in relationships, they're still addicted to porn. And as soon as you get in a relationship or as soon as you get married, nothing helps. It doesn't help because sexuality is nothing to do with the act of watching porn and masturbating. Sexuality is a connective experience. Porn is an isolating experience. They're completely opposites. Here's another guy, Koza. He believed, like many of you, I can do this alone. I can do this by myself. I can quit porn by myself. And after challenging that belief in himself, he came out of a program with a new belief. Actually, I don't need to do this by myself. And in fact, the thought that I can do this by myself in itself is a belief I have that is physically limiting me from quitting porn because it's limiting me from getting access to individuals who understand me, who understand my process and understand what it takes to beat porn and masturbating. It was stopping him from joining a program. And when he did, he understood, actually, I don't need to do this alone. And in fact, it's much faster and more efficient if I ask for help from the right person, mind you. And he was avoiding asking for help because his brain was trying to keep the habit with him. Do you understand the psychology that's going on here? Do you understand the justification that's going on in the brain? You guys have these beliefs currently. If you have a current porn habit, it means you believe many of the beliefs that I'm gonna be listing here in just a second. Here's another guy, Seiji, all right? He believed quitting porn is difficult. It's challenging, it's really hard, and it's gonna be very difficult to quit porn. And upon challenging that belief in himself and figuring out why do I think it's hard to quit porn? And when, when you really ask yourself, why do I have this belief? Why do I have a belief that it's difficult, it's gonna take a long time? The answer to that is because based on past experience, you believe it's difficult. Because I've tried my best to quit porn, therefore I've def- decided and I assume it's difficult to do. However, the catch is you have not tried your best. You have not invested yourself 120% and gone all in and burned your bridges and your boats to beat porn. You have not. If you think you have, let me ask you this. How much money have you invested in beating porn? How much money have you invested in drinking coffee in the last month? Do you see the comparison I'm making? How much money have you invested in your education? Thousands, tens of thousand dollars if you went to university or got your master's degree. In comparison, how much time, energy, and money have you invested in quitting porn? You have not tried your best yet. Now you are. And you cannot say that something is difficult or too difficult until you've tried your best. So no, Seiji realized beating porn is actually not difficult. It's not a sacrifice, but the sacrifice is keeping the porn habit with me. The sacrifice is not doing anything about it. The difficult part is keeping this habit in the torment and shame and hypocrisy of porn in my life for the rest of my life. That is the sacrifice. That is the true sacrifice. That is what is truly the most difficult thing you will ever do, is living a life like that. And when he got there, he's like, aha, porn is not difficult actually, but my brain is making assumptions that it is difficult to do and therefore I'm gonna be, I'm going to fail over and over again. And so that's Seiji, let's move on. Allison, here's a guy who joined her program, who believed that the ultimate goal for why he's doing this, why he's doing this NoFap thing is to, his goal is to never relapse again, is to never relapse again. Now that's a common goal that everyone has. I want to quit porn for good and never relapse again. And he realized because he was counting the days essentially until his next slip up. He was counting the days of how long he can go without uh, watching porn and masturbating so that he can say when he does slip up, 
setting himself up for failure essentially and self-sabotaging when he does slip up then i will be able to say oh i went 90 days without watching porn oh i went 30 days oh i went two weeks without watching porn and he changed his belief to saying the ultimate goal is not to not watch porn that's not the goal the ultimate goal is to be the man that you want to be so that porn is not an issue with you for you anymore to live a life of integrity and confidence and in line with who you want to be every single day so that as a result you don't even struggle with porn because you're not a man that needs it anymore. Do you understand? Different paradigm shift. And the belief that the goal is to get to a certain amount of, of abstinence is what is was actually keeping him back from seeing success because he was self-sabotaging and counting the days until his next slip up. Here's another guy in our program. I will always have porn in my life. It'll always be there. And I can't remember the last time I didn't have porn in my life. I can't remember. And then... The new belief that this guy comes out with is my brain is sabotaging me to believe that I need porn and I'll always have it part of my life and I will never be free from its chain and I'll never break free. And in fact, he realized that actually he did quit porn before. He just didn't realize it. And this is something that I teach fundamentally that you have quit porn before. Quitting porn is not a binary, like you quit porn and you've not quit porn. It's a continuum. It's every single day maintaining your foothold and your integrity at all times. Because if you make your goal, I will never watch porn again. If that's your goal, guess what? You will never know if you ever complete your goal. You will never know. You will never know. I will never know if I ever never watch porn again, right? It's basically like saying my life goal is to never die. <laughs> or my life goal is to never eat McDonald's again or eat junk food. You'll never know. It's not an attainable goal and therefore you'll never attain it. So your goal has to be switched. Your goal has to be specific and your goal has to be more in line with adding positivity to your life instead of removing negativity. But the first step is you've got to remove the negativity so that you can actually see what's possible in your life. And that's why I'm making these videos for you guys. So in essence, what he realized is I thought I never remember the last time I, I didn't have porn. And maybe it was when I was 12, 13 years old, when I was a teenager. But actually, there have been times in, in his life where porn wasn't an issue for him. So the goal becomes, how do I become that man? How do I replicate that experience in my life so that porn is not an issue for me? Something's going on here. All right, moving on. So here's another guy. He believed, I'm a terrible person because I watch porn. I am a shameful piece of garbage because I watch porn. And then I challenged that and he challenged himself and his new paradigm shift, his new belief was actually porn is making me feel terrible. My brain is making me feel terrible and shameful so that I will spiral out of control so that I will self-sabotage and go back to porn. And that's where shame come from, comes from. Shame is the opposite of integrity. Shame is a self-centered and spotlighting on myself emotion. And when you experience shame, you have to recognize that this is my brain's way of trying to get me back to porn and spiraling out of control. If you've ever had an experience where you tried really hard and then you relapsed, and then you relapsed again the next day and the next day, it's because you were spiraling out of control and your brain was causing you and you were causing yourself to go down the spiral. You don't have to do that. And you have to recognize that this is these are all beliefs that you have. I'm a terrible person. I'm a worthless person. I'm a I'm a bad bad son. I'm a bad man. All these what all these things are what your brain is telling you and it's all not true. It's all what you decide to say about yourself. Okay, so we have tons of experiences of guys who were in a program and they just had these beliefs that were shattered and it instantly changes the way that you view things. This is why if you if when people join a religion or have a conversion experience, this is why they can go instantly from 
from uh, addiction and and sex addiction and porn addiction even and and alcohol and terrible uh, behaviors and compulsive addictions to instantly changing their lifestyle around completely this happens all the time guys it's because their paradigm shift their paradigm of what is belief changed completely they had a, a fundamental belief system change that changed their behavior and when you have belief system changes it'll change your behavior and that's the fastest way that you can quit porn okay it's not true and i'll get into this more it's not true that beating porn is difficult it's not true that it'll take a long time and i'll explain why in a second it's not true that you need porn it's not true that porn is adding any of value to your life it's all false it's not true at all because if something is true it has to be true 100 percent of the time for everybody at all times and that is not the case because we have people all the time who are deciding in one day instantly to be to, to leave porn my own experience I'll, and uh, it's testimony for me my experience is what was i brought my porn habit far too long into my life into my marriage even after having our first child right and i thought when i'm married when i have a kid when we move to new york when i get the new job i won't need porn, porn anymore because i'll be busy because i'll have my values so close to my heart and i'll be so invested in my son and well guess what a little maybe a little bit for a little while like a few weeks i was able to keep motivated but then i very quickly went back to porn when I was specifically when I was stressed, when I was anxious, when I was fighting with my wife, when I was not connected to God, my faith, when people around me. And so this is the belief I had, guys. This is the belief I developed for many years, right? I believed that porn was adding value to my life because it was stress relief. I believed it was stress relief and it was relieving negative emotions. And I believed that that was a good thing. And I believed that I needed it. Of course, logically, I knew that wasn't true, but I believed in my soul and I, my brain absolutely believed it. I need porn because it's stress relief. So anytime I was stressed out, anytime I was fighting with my wife, anytime I was feeling anxious about finances, about work because of, of anything at all about my kid, I would go back to porn like clockwork every single time, all right? And then one day I realized, literally one day guys, I realized why do I believe that porn is, is adding value to my life through the form of mood regulation? Why do I believe that? And I got honest with myself and I realized actually porn is not making me less stressed out. I'm actually more stressed out now than ever. What the heck is going on here? I thought porn was relieving my anxiety and stress and every single day and every year, I'm more irritable and I'm more angry at the people around me. I'm more angry at my wife. I'm more angry at my kid. But then I was, holy shit, I, I'm more stressed out than ever. This is a fallacy, I believe, that porn is adding value and, st and stress relief to my life. But then I understood, guys, porn is making me more stressed out. I understood this fundamental point. Sometimes you have to fight logic with logic. So I went deep in my brain and I realized every time I'm stressed out, I use porn or I go to my screen or social media or some form of dopamine hit. And every time I do that, it takes, takes me instantly to a state of relaxation, instantly. Like I could be fighting neck to, you know, neck, to neck with my wife and then go to my room and then watch porn and instantly take me to relaxation. The problem with that is that next time you're stressed out, it'll be instantly, and then you're instantly not stressed out. And this is what's happening. You're stressed, you're not stressed. You're not stressed, you're not stressed. This is the problem with porn, is it's a super normal stimulus. It's hyperactivity that is taking you instantly in a very superficial and artificial way into relaxation. This is the danger with smartphones and social media guys nowadays. This is especially danger with porn. 
in, in fantasy even, is because it takes you instantly from, I'm aroused, I'm horny, now I'm not horny. Now I'm horny, now I'm not horny. Now I'm anxious, now I'm not anxious. Now I'm bored, now I'm not bored. All of these emotions are being soothed temporarily by an artificial supernormal stimulus that is taking us and, and elevating and escalating over time. So then I drew a map, uh, I drew a chart in my mind and I realized this is what's going on in my mind. I'm spiking out of control and my, my stress levels are elevating over time. It's just going up, up like a hockey curve. And I was like, holy shit, I'm more stressed out than ever. And porn is the thing that is fundamentally causing me to be more irritable. That's the moment I changed, guys. That was literally the moment where I was, an, it was a like knee-deep porn user and the next day I was a non-user for the next five years. It's because I understood that I, I broke a belief I had and the belief was I need porn. And here's the thing, guys. You might think that's silly, but if you have a porn habit, it means you have that exact belief right now. You believe that you need porn. Now, you might not think you do, but your brain believes it. Your brain believes it, and it's constantly making justifications and reasons that to keep you addicted. It's constantly saying, you need porn. It's adding benefit to your life. It's adding value to your life. And when you challenge those and fight logic with logic, you'll trick your brain into believing the things that are true about your life. Actually, I don't need porn. Actually, it's not making me less stressed out. It's not making me less horny. By the way, guys, the reason you have a high sex drive is not because you're just some special snowflake. It's just that you've been desensitized yourself to sexuality to the point that anything remotely triggery will make you aroused. And it's because of porn. It's because anytime you're aroused, you instantly relieve yourself. Aroused, relief. Aroused, relief. And if you do this over a period of time, you become artificially more horny. But when you remove it, guess what happens? You might experience a little bit of withdrawal. Yes, that's true. You might be a little irritable when you want to go back to the screen, but you don't. But it's temporary. And you can pass over that. Mind you, when I did it, it when I quit, it wasn't that difficult. And that's another belief that people have. If I quit porn, <laughs> now we're getting a little meta here, right? If I quit porn, I'm gonna have the, the withdrawal pangs are gonna be so strong, the withdrawal symptoms are gonna be so strong, I'm not, I don't wanna deal with that. Not true. Not always true. Not everybody has those withdrawal symptoms. And your brain is making you believe that you're gonna experience those withdrawal symptoms so it's not worth doing. It's too painful. But let me remind you, the true pain is keeping the habit with you. How much time, stress, energy, focus, time, money, uh, has porn already zapped from your life, guys? Think about it. How much shame has porn induced? How much time is wasted not only watching porn, but thinking about porn, acting out, feeling like shit after watching porn, and then repeating the cycle? How much of your energy could have been, been used elsewhere? Think about it like that. Porn is not adding anything. Shite value to your life. It's only subtracting free life, and when you understand that, it changes everything. Hey, just a quick reminder that you guys can completely block porn on all your devices today with Covenant Eyes for free for 30 days using the promo code BEN, B-E-N. Go to covenanteyes.com and use the code BEN for a free trial. You can cancel it anytime, guys. No risk to you at all. They also have a ton of resources, support, and motivational content just for you. The question is, are you serious and ready to give this up? All right, back to the show. So that's what this video is about, is helping you get to the process, go through the process and get to the point where you truly get like, oh my gosh, I've been brainwashed. I've been truly brainwashed into believing that I need porn and it's totally false. Okay, so let's move on with this presentation. This phrase you're about to hear is the one thing to summarize all the years that I've worked with literally hundreds and hundreds of men just like you. You're not special, all right? We're all addicts. Everyone's an addict. You're not more disgusting and gross than everybody else. 
Everyone is addicted. Porn is equally disgusting no matter what you're watching. Doesn't matter, all right? This is what I've learned. The more you can identify your beliefs, challenge them, break them, the faster you will progress in your recovery. And the reason that nothing has worked for you so far, even though you've tried really hard, is because none of your beliefs have been challenged yet. You've just kept them with you, which means you have not grown. You have not grown. Growth is, simply put, the process of having one belief and shifting it to another belief. That's what growth is. You believed something and then you believed you created a new belief for yourself. And that's what we're doing right here. Okay, so let's break down the five most common dangerous beliefs that almost every single person has about their porn habit. And when you hear these beliefs, I want you to listen carefully to your internal dialogue. What are you saying about it? Are you opposing? Are you objecting what I'm saying? Are you saying, that, make, like, you, that makes sense, you've cracked code. I want you to listen carefully, okay? So when we go through these beliefs, I'm gonna take you through a process of how you can break your own beliefs, because this is a skill to learn. Uh, when you identify a belief, or as soon as you speak something, a statement that you believe is true, or your brain believes is true, I wanna take you through a process of, of how to actually identify it, challenge it, and then break it, all right? So the first belief is, it will take a long time to quit porn, all right? Everyone believes this, it'll take a long time. And the, just, and the reasoning is, because it's taken me a long time to develop this habit, it's gonna take me a long time to quit this habit, all right? So that's the first step, is labeling the actual belief. The belief is it takes, it will take a long time to quit porn. Now I want you to think about why is it that you have this belief? Why do you believe it's gonna take a long time? Why is it that you can't just quit porn today? And that's it, why is that? And usually when I ask people this, the answer is something along the lines of, well, you ask yourself first. You can pause the video if you want and then come back, okay? <laughs> when people answer this question, they say, well, it take a, took a long time to develop this habit and it's gonna take a long time. And also people say, well, because other programs out there take a very long time to, to beat the habit. Here's the, here's the thing, guys. The reason that people believe this, and this also the reason that your brain is telling you this, is because people believe that you have to have some sort of weaning off process of beating porn. Because I've developed this addiction, let's say you watch porn and masturbate once a week or a few times a week or every day even, and you believe that because it's so intense, because it's that frequent, you have to wean off of it and do it once a week and then do it once a month and do it every other month. And that's where the fallacy comes into place. And that's the losing game, guys, because there is no such thing as weaning off porn, all right? Now, for a belief to be true, it has to be true for everyone all the time, 100% of the time. And ask yourself, is that true all the time for everyone? Do you believe that? No, because anybody who has beaten porn, myself included, at one point, they didn't watch porn anymore, right? If you think about it like that. At one point, the last time they watched porn was the last time they ever watched porn and they never watched porn again, okay? So there was not this magical weaning off process of, of, of kind of like doing it a little bit and then the next week doing a little less and then just masturbating. The problem with doing that, guys, going back to the brain stuff, is if you, freight, if you feed that little monster even a little bit, it'll consume it again. This is why it hasn't worked until now. This is why when you tell yourself, I'm just gonna masturbate while fantasizing, or I'm just gonna masturbate without anything, or I'm just gonna watch porn once a month, or even worse, I'm just gonna go 30 days, give myself 30 days, and then I'm gonna watch porn as permission so that I can get to that milestone. As soon as you've done that, you've lost the battle. Because as soon as you engage that little monster, even a little bit, you've already found yourself down the slippery slope, down to the rabbit hole, into the black abyss of porn's grip, okay? Even if you just Google search something, even if you just 
go check out that one person's uh, Facebook profile or Instagram profile bio. Even if you go on Instagram and, and see uh, something that's a little raunchy, even if you just Google search someone because you're curious about what he or she looks like, even if so, you're already engaging the dopamine monster because your brain is trying to get you back to watching porn. Do you understand? You've already lost the battle because even if you do something small like that, it's a tiny splash of dopamine and you're hanging a giant stake in front of a monster. You're hiding, in other words, you're, you're hanging a giant stake in front of a, a, a very hungry dog and you're putting the, the, the stake right in, from the, in front of the dog and you're saying, dog, sit, and then you leave. Almost impossible for that dog not to consume that steak if he's really hungry. Do you understand what I'm saying? Almost impossible. Not impossible, but nearly impossible. So it's a losing game to think that there's something called weaning off of porn. It doesn't exist. Quitting porn itself is instantaneous, guys. I want to make that really clear. You don't need porn and you don't need to wean off of it. Quitting porn is literally just a decision you make. Because, because my friends, there's a difference between recovery from porn and the act of actually you deciding to use porn. Now we've covered this a bit, but you have to identify the, and we'll cover this more in, 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 in future lessons, but you have to identify that the, the reason you watch porn is different from the act of watching porn itself. Meaning that there's a trigger that causes you to feel certain emotions like stress, anxiety, depression, boredom, that cause you to want to act, act out and watch porn and you deciding to watch porn. And you, my friend, you are deciding. There's nothing controlling you. There's nothing controlling you. You deciding to launch the browsing watching porn because of this trigger. Now, the thing that trips people up and people don't understand is that you don't need porn to alleviate that trigger. They're two separate things. The recovery process of identifying why you use porn and addressing those emotions in a healthy, productive way, yes, that takes time. Yes, that takes practice. Yes, that is a process of recovery. But why does that mean you need to keep porn in your life in order to recover? Do you understand what I'm saying? Why do you need to keep porn and wean off of it to address the root cause of why you use porn in the first place? Doesn't make any sense. And in fact, you can quit porn without ever talking about porn just by addressing the, the reason that you, the root cause of why you use porn. And we'll talk about that a lot in this, in this course, trust me. So in essence, you don't need to think of it as like this long period of time where you're just gonna have to wean off of it and just, just bite your tongue and will yourself through brute force and strength, push yourself through the withdrawal pangs and this withdrawal symptoms. No, you need to address the root cause of why you use porn so that porn is not a temptation anymore because you don't need it anymore. You understand? Because you're addressing the thing that's causing you to watch porn, the actual root cause, and you realize that porn is a symptom and when you replace the symptom and you actually address that, you realize you don't need it anymore, okay? Okay, so here's another belief. It will be difficult to quit porn. Here's another belief that you have, all right? It'll be difficult to quit porn. Now, ask yourself, why do you think it's difficult? Why does everyone who's trying to be quit porn thinks it's difficult? The reason you think it's difficult or anyone thinks anything is difficult is because they've tried in the past and they were not successful. That's your belief. I tried my best in the past. I've done everything for years and nothing worked. Again, you have not tried your best, okay? And I can prove that. How much time, energy, and focus have you used, have you invested in beating porn and recovering your root cause and healing versus how much time, energy, and money, and effort you've spent actually seeking out porn? It's disproportionate, guys. The amount of time that you spend going to, going to Starbucks or getting coffee or buying clothes or doing other things is disproportionately larger 
than the amount of time, effort, effort and, and money that you've spent on grading porn. So you cannot say with confidence that you have done your best. And therefore, you cannot say with confidence that this is a true belief yet that beating porn is hard. It's not. Okay? Because if it is hard, if that is true, then it has to be hard for everyone all the time at all times. And that is not true. So that's a very important belief that your brain has that's trying to keep you. Do you see what I'm saying? It's actually your brain's self-sabotage. All of these beliefs that I'm listing, listing here are your, your brain's way of self-sabotaging you to believe that you need porn. It's self-sabotage. Because as long as you believe porn, beating porn is difficult, it's so hard, then you will always, when it really gets down to it, when it, when it really counts, when you really need to give it up, you're not going to do it. Because it's hard. Because it's difficult. But it's not. It's not hard. It's instantaneous. Anyone who is beating porn instantly was they were a user and then they were a non-user the next day. That's all it takes. It's literally a decision because you're making the decision to keep the habit with you. And if you think that's hard to understand and grasp, that means you need to battle your brain. You need to fight logic with logic and understand that it's not adding, all these beliefs are false and they can be broken. Okay, here's another belief that people have. I have a high sex drive. Here's number three, most common belief. I have a high sex drive, okay? Therefore, I need porn. Now, this is a little tricky because it's not, it's not obvious to you, right, that you believe this, but you do, okay? And I believe this for, for <laughs> most of my life, trust me. I have a high sex drive. And if I don't have porn, I won't, or masturbation, then I won't have a way to alleviate my high sex drive. And, and that's a dangerous game to play. And, and I don't want to be that guy that's always horny all the time. Well, my friends, the truth of the matter is because of the dopamine, because of the, the little monster, because of the effect of you constantly relieving yourself when you're feeling aroused, if you do that over a long period of time, you would de develop a dependency on porn and masturbation. You've developed a dependency, which means that you don't have a high sex drive. A more clear statement here is you are aroused, aroused by specific types of content because you've developed a dependency on those, okay? You don't have a high sex drive. You're not abnormally horny <laughs> than other people. It's just that you've developed a dependency because every time you are aroused, you leave yourself and then, and then you become more aroused more quickly when you do see content or something on social media. It arouses you quickly, it goes up and down and spikes over time until it's just elevated higher and higher over time. That's what's going on here. So there's a kind of tangential belief that's embedded in this belief that I have a high sex drive and that is that I need sexual release. I need to relieve my sexual tension. I need the release. I need it because I'm a man, I need it true that sexuality is an important part of being a man yes true that we all desire sexual satisfaction the thing is that pornography masturbation has nothing to do with sexuality okay it has nothing to do with procreation it has nothing to do with connectivity because your brain believes the dopamine believes that you need porn masturbation because it's essential to your survival it believes that porn masturbation is somehow linked to sexual satisfaction and, and procreation and reproduction false also not true Right? So if it's the case that you need sexual release, then that would mean that everybody across the globe at all times needs sexual release, all right? Also not true. There are plenty of people, mind you, plenty of people that don't need sexual release. They don't even need sexual partners and they can be perfectly happy and focused. They've just found a way to alleviate their sexual tension in a productive and healthy way, guys. There are a million and one better ways to, to alleviate sexual energy than watching porn and masturbation, a, mil a billion better ways. Because sexual energy is a creative energy. It's designed for creativity, for procreation, reproduction. That's an energy that you can, you can hone and you can use and direct to creating things, to being productive, through doing, th doing things with your life, doing things that you care about, serving. 
And that's how people like me, I could go, even though I'm in a sexual relationship, guys, it doesn't matter. Even though I'm married, it doesn't matter because I brought porn for many years into my own marriage and it didn't satisfy me. It didn't, it didn't satisfy the itch. It didn't scratch my itch at all. So that means it's nothing to do with sexuality or being in a relationship or not being in a relationship. It's more about where do you direct your energy, okay? And I can confidently say that I could go a long time without being intimate with my wife. I have, by the way, because my wife and I were, you know, having some disagreements and our, we had a long dry spell in our marriage. It's a different story. But I have been periods of time where we weren't sexual. Do I need that sexual release, porn masturbation? No, I didn't, okay? <laughs> so this is a belief. I'm, I'm not trying to challenge your beliefs. I'm, I'm trying to help you understand that, that these beliefs are not serving you. And if a belief is not serving, you've got to get rid of it, okay? And that's the fastest way that you can beat porn is challenging those beliefs and getting rid of them. Okay, number four common limiting belief people have. My goal is to never relapse again, all right? Now we cover this a bit. That's that's a shite goal. It just doesn't work. If you think about it logically, right? A goal, you know, you're a smart guy, right? You, you understand that if you have a goal, it has to be attainable. It has to have a metric. It has to be like, you have to one day be like, okay, yeah, I, I accomplished my goal. I'm done, I'm good. Now the next goal. If you have your goal, I will never relapse again. You'll never know if you accomplish your goal. You'll never know, because you might die tomorrow. You might die 10 years from now. You might, I might die tomorrow and I might relapse tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> you never know. So the goal is, is shite. It doesn't make any sense. So you have to be more specific, okay? It's not a good goal. Your goal should be more specific about how long you want to, to uh, abstain from porn so that you can do something. But more importantly, and we'll get into that a bit, more importantly, your goal has to be around who you want to be as a positive and in order to remove a negative. So who I want to be as a positive in order to re remove a negative. For example, my goal is I want to be a man of integrity and confidence at all times so that porn is not an issue for me as a direct result of me being that and practicing being that every single day. And then one of our lessons in this course is going to be specifically about how to, how to build your daily routine in a simple way, in a simple way to reflect the man you want to be every day. And when you are that man, you will not need porn anymore, anymore in your life. You will not because you're a man of integrity and because you're in the man that you want to be. That is the goal, my friends. Your goal is not to beat porn for good. Okay, number five, most common misbelief that people have. Porn adds value to my life. This is actually the most notoriously difficult one to understand because logically speaking, if you're watching this video, that means that you understand to an extent that <clears throat> that porn is not adding any value. In fact, it's actually uh, adding more pain and suffering to my life. Here's a trick though. Your brain believes otherwise, and that's why you have to have it. That's the simple matter of the fact. Your brain believes that porn is adding value to, to your life, and therefore you have the habit. If you have an ongoing porn habit, it means constantly your brain is justifying the habit so that you can keep it with you. In other words, you believe, or your brain believes, that the benefits of keeping porn in your life outweigh the negative impacts. Benefits, negative impacts. And as long as that discrepancy of value is there, you will always keep porn in your life because you will always lose to what your brain believes. In those very moments where it really counts, in those very moments where you're stressed, you're feeling anxiety, it won't matter because in your brain, the benefits outweigh. So the trick here, guys, is you've got to flip the script. You have to understand so intensely and profoundly that porn is only adding negative. And in fact, there are no positives. And I've alluded to that a lot. There is no stress relief. There is no horny relief. There is no sexual tension relief. There's no anxiety relief. There is no nothing. There's no relaxation. There's even no enjoyability, guys. That's another belief that people have is I, I use porn because I enjoy it. You don't enjoy porn, all right? You've developed a dependency on it. 
In fact, the first time you watch porn, you probably didn't enjoy it very much. The first time, if you ever smoked, you probably didn't enjoy smoking very much. And people who are non-porn users or non-smokers or non-alcoholics wonder why people even engage in that stuff because it's gross and it appalls them. It's because you've developed a dependency and the chain link effect over a long period of time desensitizes you to the point that you require it, require it in order to alleviate whatever mood regulation you need in your life. It doesn't add any value in your life. So this cost benefit analysis that your brain is constantly making is a losing battle. But when you understand actually there is only upside to quitting porn and there is zero downside to quitting porn. None, zero. There is zero benefit, zero value that porn is add to your life. And it's all your brain's way of tricking you, okay? And when you get that, everything changes. Okay, so those are the five beliefs. And throughout this program, you will see a common theme amongst all the lessons. And that is breaking down beliefs that you have, all right? So anytime you do have an objection to what I say or a belief or a statement that you say to yourself or to me or to the screen, I want you to stop, I want you to challenge it, I want you to label it, challenge it, ask yourself, why do I have this belief? Why do I have this belief? And ask yourself, is this always true all the time? Because if it's not always true all the time, that means it's false and it can be broken. And ask yourself, honestly, is my brain playing tricks on me? It, it, is my brain trick playing tricks on me? And when you break down those beliefs like that in that order, name the belief, identify why you have that belief in the first place. Why is it that you develop that belief? Give yourself proof that the belief is not always true. Give yourself proof that it's not always true, true, and then define a new winning belief. A winning belief that's gonna change everything, okay? And I want to label all these losing beliefs. And if you if you resonate with any of them, I want you to write it down, okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna name them quickly and then I'm gonna talk about the winning beliefs, all right? <clears throat> losing beliefs, here we go. I need porn. I enjoy watching porn. I watch porn because it relaxes me and relieves stress. It's impossible to beat porn. It's just too addictive. Porn adds value to my life. It'll take a long time for me to be quit porn. I need to wean, it, wean off of it slowly. It will take a lot of effort and hard work to beat porn. It will be difficult. I'll always have urges and triggers to go back to porn. I need to tell my partner or my wife in order to be porn. Ah, interesting. I need to tell my wife or partner in order to quit porn. I can't remember the last time porn wasn't part of my life. Tracking sobriety days is important. Tracking sobriety days is important. The goal is to never watch porn again. That's my goal. My addiction is so deep, so it'll take a long time to get out. I'm a special snowflake. I'm a special case. The stuff I watch on porn is terrible and degrading and disgusting. Okay. So sit with those beliefs for a second. If any of them resonated with you or you believe, I want you to write it down. And now I'm gonna give you some solutions, some winning beliefs that to counter all of these, okay? Are you ready? Let's go! Quitting porn is easy. It only takes one day to quit porn. Quitting porn requires less effort than keeping porn. Counting days is optional, not required. I don't have a higher than average sex drive. The only reason I have a high sex drive is because of porn. My porn habit has nothing to do with porn, but everything to do with the reason that I use porn in the first place. Telling my wife or my partner about my porn habit is optional. It's not required. And the danger of thinking that I need to do this in order to quit porn is setting yourself up for failure because you're creating a milestone in your life that in order for this to happen, then I'll be able to quit porn. In order for me to quit porn, I'll need to be this age or I'll need to move through this country or get this new house or get this new job or when the new month comes around or when the new year comes around, then I'll get serious. And as soon as I have a kid, 
As soon as I have a child, then I'll quit porn. As soon as I get married, then I'll quit porn. It doesn't work because you're not addressing the reason you watch porn in the first place and you will just bring that habit with you into your relationship. That's what a habit is by definition. Even if you don't want something in your life, it'll come with you. That's what a habit is, all right? So do I encourage you to tell your partner? Yes. Do I recommend it? Yes. Is it required? No, it's optional, okay? Another winning belief. I have beaten porn in the past. I just didn't realize it at the time. My goal is not to quit porn for good. My goal is to quit for four weeks and then maintain recovery from there. And if I can do it for four weeks, guys, you've been porn. In fact, you can quit porn right now if you want. It doesn't even take four weeks. All right. Here's another belief that will help you win. I don't need porn. You can put that tattoo that on your forehead if you want. Here's another one. I don't enjoy watching porn. I don't enjoy it, I, but I've developed a dependency on it. The type of porn I watch doesn't matter because all porn is degrading and terrible. doesn't matter. And all porn is terrible for your brain. It doesn't matter how addicted I am. I'm addicted and I decide not to be. Porn is making me more stressed out. That one hit, hits home for me. I watch porn because my brain believes that I can't live without it, but I can live without it. Millions of people just like me have quit porn. I'm not a special case or I'm not too addicted. Porn only subtracts from my life and adds no value. That's a winning belief. Counting days is optional, not required. And finally, my goal is to live my life in integrity as the man I want to be so that porn is not an issue for me anymore. To live my life with integrity as the man I want to be every day so that porn is not an issue for me anymore. Okay, so... I'm going to give you guys some actions right now after this lesson. And your actions are quite simple. They're not difficult to do, but they're really impactful. And I want you to take some time, as much time as you need. Go outside. I recommend that you, you use a journal and not your phone to write down these questions because your phone does, it's just not as good as writing it down, right? So the first question you can answer is, what would I do if I had to quit porn? What would I do right now today if I had to quit porn? If my family's member my family member's life was at stake, how would I ensure I never watch porn again? What would I do differently every day? How would I spend my free time? How would I use the internet? So answer that simple question. That's the first one. If I had to quit porn because my life or someone I lo love's life is dependent on it, what would I do? Because then you realize, actually, you could probably fast track your recovery a lot faster if that was the case. Second question, what value do I think porn is adding to my life? What value do I think porn is adding to my life? Answer that question. And then third question, is it really adding that value that I believe it is? Is it really adding the value that I believe it is? Or is there some limiting belief that I have that I can break right now? Okay. All right. I love you guys. I will see you in the next lesson. God bless. Take care. Hey, just a quick reminder that you guys can completely block porn on all your devices today with Covenant Eyes for free for 30 days using the promo code BEN, B-E-N. Go to covenanteyes.com and use the code BEN for a free trial. You can cancel it anytime, guys. No risk to you at all. They also have a ton of resources, support, and motivational content just for you. The question is, are you serious and ready to give this up? All right, back to the show.